Hey, podcast family. Did you know that on May 2nd and 3rd, 2024, our 3D Growth Summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee? But in-person tickets are already sold out with nearly 400 attendees. But you don't have to miss out. You can get exclusive access to our live stream and post-event recordings for just $395. Yes, you heard that right. For a single fee, you and your entire dental team can learn from our industry leaders with online recordings available after the event. So secure your spot now before it's too late by visiting www.3d-dentist.com slash 3D Summit or give us a call at 855-332-2285 and get your tickets for the live stream and event recording today. Now, let's get to this week's episode. Welcome to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal, where our goal is to change the way you practice dentistry by helping you achieve clinical, financial, and personal balance. Now, here's your host, T-Bone. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week and another episode of the T-Bone Speaks podcast. I am so thankful for each of you that tune in every week to listen and for all of you new listeners out there. Our podcast is doing pretty well. And today we have a brand new episode, but we're going to make a blast from the past and have a special guest on this week. We shall not talk about our special guest yet. And what we're going to do is go ahead and turn it over to Meredith, and we're going to see what's going on. So, Meredith, let's uh, uh, let's give an update to everybody. Hello, everyone. I have an update for 3D Dentists. As you all know, we are getting back into the swing of things. We've had you know um, you've said that every week. A couple courses. Well, we're finally we had a hands-on course. Yeah. Um, we've been wanting to do that, and we did a 3D printing. We'll have another one hopefully before the end of the year, yep. for sure in February. Um, our online courses are still available, and we're looking to do some hybrid of our courses towards the end of the year where you can live stream from home or attend in person. And um, we still are waiting for your reviews for the podcast. We got a couple more this yeah. the last few weeks, yeah. which, yeah. So I think we can do a little bit better than that, though, mm-hmm. you know. All right. So, all right. Well, without further ado, I think I should introduce our guest. Did I yes. miss anything, Meredith? No. Okay. I think I should introduce our guest, me. Wait, I have something. Okay, what's that? Before we get started, I think everybody wants an update on how your um, health track is going. <laughs> Why did you ask this? Because you <laughs> caught me eating nachos in the car just now? <laughs> I, I, was, I was angry eating. He, had a hangry, he got hangry this afternoon after the office. Oh, no. But uh, we did make it to the gym this morning. I, I don't understand why people think just because... I get mad that I'm hangry. Yes, I was hangry. Because I'm, you had food on your office desk and it sat there all day. Because I worked my ass off today. I know. I mean, and we went to the gym at 6.30. Yeah, anyway. So you deserve those nachos. Whatever. I am struggling <laughs> with my getting back in shape. That's what Meredith wants to point out. <laughs> she wants to shame That's me. That's not what I want to point out. I want to motivate you. She wants to shame me into motivation. Yeah. It, it kind of actually does work. But somehow I made it to the gym this yeah. morning, which is good. But anyway, yeah. we are here today. This is a good episode. For important. our special guest, a blast from the past, mm-hmm. Mr. Chuck McKee. Former, 
former co-host yes. of the podcast, but got yeah, we had to cut him off. I'm sorry that I replaced you. I never knew that I was a co-host. You were. You were a co-host. I because mean, we used to do them together in the well, beginning. We did like 10. It doesn't matter. Co-host. I didn't know I had that title. I would have stayed with it. But I think you upgraded for sure. So, um, and that build-up, first of all... Um, I think everybody's probably going to be let down a little bit when they realize that's who you have on as your special guest. <laughs> me, <laughs> no. that's really disappointing. So, anyway, so um, you know, it's funny you talk about um, eating, right? And the struggle is real. One of the things that I always tell everybody, I have this um, Irish drinking habit, right? Um, so my rule to myself is, I've n- I don't drink when I'm stressed, mad, or depressed. I never have, and I can tell you, in 45 years, I've never done that. However. You can always tell when I'm stressed out because when I'm stressed, I've got about 25 pounds I play with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my colleagues in there. And it's know. food off. <laughs> oh, let me tell you, there is nothing better when I've had a stressful day than about 3,000 calories. <laughs> I'm telling you, that will take I me might have just had that in the car. <laughs> I've got to be honest oh. with you. Hey, listen, I think most of you who know me, um, all of my closest friends are people I work with, right? Mm-hmm. And so. There's this ongoing joke when Chuck is uh, super stressed. He looks like he got stung by a bee. Is what they say. <laughs> <laughs> so his collar doesn't quite. <laughs> yes, button. Chuck's not wearing a tie right now, so you know he That's must funny. be stressed. So anyway. I remember you as like a Panera smoothie. Yeah, I you used know, to do a green smoothie all the time, right? Yeah, yeah. So I go through like Phases, everyone. We all yeah, have our thing, right. you know. So I can drop it pretty quick. Um, but being 45, it is a lot harder. I mean, this go around, yeah. oh, my gosh. I tell everybody I got the COVID-15. Oh, uh, yeah, for the sure. quarantine 15. Oh, yeah, my same. gosh. Yeah, so anyway, I'm excited about doing this. Um, so thank you for having me, both of you. Yeah. Uh, this is cool. I don't know where to look right now. Your studio's changed, and I don't know if and I should we'll look at you guys, you. or yeah. should I look at this monitor, or no, what? you should look at each other. We're here to talk to each other. Yeah, so... Um, so what have you been up to? What has Chuck McKee been doing? <sighs> where in the world have you been? So, been busy. Two teenage boys, as you guys know, 17, almost 17 and 15. So, wow. we're, we're busy. I've got kids driving, one in driver's ed. Um, you had no kids when we met. That's true. I didn't have a... Well, I... No, yeah, you had no, no kids. No, I... Well, I wasn't even engaged. Wow. Yeah, yeah I wasn't wow. engaged. Yeah, that's true. So, I was 23. You yeah. were, no, I was 24. I was, you were I was 23. 23. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's about right. Yeah. Uh, life is good. Just busy. Work is a grind. It's... Unbel- you know, it's really, really busy, but we're not efficient right now. Well, there's a pressing question. Yeah. What's up? That uh, a lot of people uh, are, must be wondering. Can you can you guess what the question <laughs> oh, is, I'm so close. <laughs> I go, but go ahead. Just no, no, I just answer it. So the short answer is uh, great question, and I know what you're thinking. And I swear, there's nothing written down that anyone's going to ask me this. So I reached out to Chad in the last ten days, right? And I said, Chad, I need you to help me dial in my Instagram and Facebook. What Instagram? My <laughs> <laughs> wait, I was going to ask you this. Yeah, uh, this was no, this was one of my questions. Yes. I Are mean, we addressing I, this now? Yeah, yeah, why not? Because I just, I just feel like I'm a, I'm bi- I like to be on social media, right? Yeah. I mean, we all like to be on social sure, media. Sure. I really like to be on social media, and I see a lot of these reps like creating a lot of FOMO and all this stuff online, yep. and I'm always like, why isn't Chuck on social media? Yeah. Y- you know, it's Chuck fun. has a LinkedIn account. Yeah, and you mm. know, and I don't even mm. know why. I didn't even know what mm. I didn't know what that was for when I did that. <laughs> he used to have a Snapchat account, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> hey. Hey, so you were to make fun of LinkedIn. Where did you meet Gabe? Uh, LinkedIn. LinkedIn. There you go. There it is. Yeah. So anyway, um, so <laughs> it's time. 
okay, it's time. And the reason I haven't done anything yeah. is um, I'm very, I'm a private person, professionally well, and personally. Quite frankly, it's not that you're private. It's you've got nothing going on in your life worth a share. Yeah. <laughs> That's not true. I I'm, I just don't want everybody to know what I'm you doing. You tell too many stories to keep up with it straight on social Whatever. media. <laughs> Whatever. So, so listen, by the yeah. end of 2020, will Chuck McKee actually have a Facebook profile? Uh, 45 days out. Mathematically speaking, because because you know it's so hard to make a Facebook profile yeah. these days. Well, yeah. So so mine's not going. to... Would you like me to pull my phone out? I and can do make it right a now? face. I can make a fake Facebook in about thirty seconds. Yeah. So so mine is professional only. Nothing personal. There would be nothing about my family on there. I just. Well, but you know that's important for people well, to know. Well, that's fine. people want to know who hey, they're buying from. Hey, the people who need to know know. <clears throat> so you'll have like eight friends. I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs> At I have, most, I have great friends. Right. At so, most. So what's on your mind? So you asked me. Um, well, I wanted to find out what you're up to. Yep. Okay, so we want to cover three things today, okay? okay. Uh, I want to find out what you're up to, kind of what's going, just the personal catch-up yep. and stuff, even though I see you every three weeks now. That's, mm-hmm. that's not true, We by were the just way. talking about that. I every ha- third week. I have seen you. I was talking to Sully about this this week. Three days in the past five days. I haven't looked at you for more than an hour in the last four months. Probably, now, yeah. We've talked Let's we probably talk a couple of times a week. For maybe a minute and a half. Yeah, whatever. It's, it's not it's been quality. It it's not, it's <laughs> <laughs> it has not been quality. We've both been a little bit checked out. Listen, I, I, I'm more into quantity than quality. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's how, I, that's how I measure my level of success. Yeah, well, that's, well then I'm your guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's failing miserably. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, so, but anyway, yeah, so what's up? Uh, so, anyway... To get serious, uh, I want to find out what you're up to, number one. Number two, I want to talk about, uh, I, I always believe uh, engaged reps, which I consider yeah. you to be, uh, engaged reps have a good beat on what's going on in dental practices, okay? So I want to kind of talk about a few things that you're seeing and noticing uh, that people are worried about. I'm not interested in the fake book and Instafamous, yeah. oh, we're doing this and blah, blah, I want to know what people are struggling with. Right. And then uh, I, I want to talk a little about uh, a good rep because uh, uh, that was a epiphany for Sully this past weekend uh, when we, he and I and his assistant were talking about how we manage our uh, our rep relationships in our practice versus theirs. So those three things. So do you think we've done enough of talking about Chuck? Yeah. All right, let's get into uh, part number two, which is uh, uh, what's going on? What are you seeing out there in your territory? Well, so right now, listen, let's just talk about it. And I don't want to say this. COVID is not a negative thing. It is what it is. It's where we are. Um, in the industry, um, you know, right now I've never been – so busy in my career, but at the same time been so inefficient. Mm-hmm. Okay, so everything, and I was describing to a doctor one day, I said, I want you to imagine that you're doing a class one filling, okay, and you have a schedule full of them, Every all right, and, day. and you have <laughs> an eight-hour day that's now 10 to 12 hours, and yeah. the whole day is class ones, and here's the thing, that class one is taking you two hours to do. And that's you chasing masks? It's just, <laughs> it's, it's everything. So I, I do want to address that. So that's, it's, um, I can't focus on what I really want to focus on. Right. Most of that stuff has been automated through the years where everyone kind of manages that and I keep an eye on a percent. So now I'm having to do all that longhand. So a lot of the things that your team specifically is ordering, 
I'm like, you can't order that. You need to let me manage that because you may not get it. You mm-hmm. just don't know. It's not unique to Patterson. It's it's just industry wide, right? It's and actually worldwide. It's not even industry wide. Yeah. It's 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 people, medical. Like anything. restaurants are wearing, right. ordering masks Correct. now. You know, right. I mean, come so, on. So I want people to understand this. This is really important. Um, and again, I don't care who you work with. Please be patient with your distributor right now because the one thing, if you take nothing away from COVID nineteen, is that you're in an industry that the majority of the world doesn't care about. It is so small. In the scheme of things. It is so small. You know, if you have somebody, you buy your gloves from Malaysia, and they say you're representing Target or Walmart or Patterson or Hendershine, they're going to say we'll put our gloves to Walmart because Walmart's bigger than all of us. Right. Right. Combined. (laughs) Right. So that's the new thing. And just the reason we're in this mess. um, The Chinese. (laughs) <laughs> no. I'm kidding. No, but, but the reason we're, we're in this mess with supply chain, and it's really important, is that basically we're a big warehouse, right? Um, you guys buy from us. You quit buying during COVID, which makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. The same thing, The cu- we're a customer for 3M. We're a customer for ADAC. So all of these companies, they had their warehouse of materials. We had our warehouse. Then some of the smaller dealers had their wa- their warehouses, and they were sending things back. Mm. Right, so they're sending things back because they're trying to free up cash. Right. So the manufacturers quit making. They have a surplus. Well, guess what? Fast forward, we're all back to work. We're busy. We didn't order a whole lot just because we didn't need to. We've burned through our stuff. We've reordered. The manufacturers have burned through their stuff, and they still have people furloughed. Right. So they're not able to run at 100%, so there's this backlog. And in some of this, like you say, a, a lot of this is made you know, overseas, and it just takes a long time. And we're competing with uh, FEMA. Um, we're competing with big hospitals who need things. that are So, anyway, we're about to crawl out of it. But um, I think the one thing that all of us have always done and told you guys and gals is um, just-in-time inventory. Right now, don't do that, or you're going to get yourself Un- in trouble. Undisposables. Everything. 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 Okay, listen. You're going to be open. Okay, there's if you have a decent rep, mm-hmm. a decent rep, you're going to be open and stay open. Your left glove may be pink and your right glove may be black, but you'll have two gloves. Okay, <laughs> I want you to understand that. Um, it's just like bonding agent. Like last week, there was a, one major manufacturer; they were on back order, but only for ten days. Mm-hmm. Now, if you but have ten days is a long time. Ten days is a long time if you don't have anything. Right. So, so just be very, very sensitive right now. Do you need to go up and bulk up? No. Just be smart. Understand what you have. If you're used to keeping a couple weeks' worth of stuff, keep three or four weeks. Or maybe even a month and a half, two months. Yes. Yeah. There's no need to hoard, mm-hmm. but just be sensitive and understand it just right now that's just where we are. Right. But we're going to get through it. So um, So you've seen some supply management, mm-hmm. some general questions that you've probably never seen in 20 years of your career. Yeah. I mean, I'm just... Again, it's like you guys having a patient ask you, can you please tell me I've never had a filling done. How long is this going to take? Is this going to hurt? And you're in network, and I know you guys don't treat people based on what you get reimbursed, but you're like, man, I don't get paid 100 bucks for this. This is, that. this is costing me money to have this conversation. Yeah. I'm just exhausted, right? But you have to check your ego a little bit right now and say, you know what? Right now, this is front of mind. This is important to said person. Um, it just takes a long time find, finding everything. You know, okay. so, yeah, so I think the other thing, too, right now, um, in our, our market, I can speak of everyone is very, very busy. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was blown away by how we have recovered here. 
Okay. So now we're not going to make up, you know, March and April. That that money and that time is gone. But I am seeing, you know, a, a, a large percentage of people that are running at about 110%. Um, I would say the average right now for me is about 94% of normal, which is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I ran math on thinking I'm going to be 40% down. Right. I mean, you know, listen, we all had our meltdown moment in March, right? I can tell you exactly when mine was. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to live on 40% less. This is what it's going to be. This is our new normal. What do I need to change? Um, so, but I was wrong. You know what I mean? I so was far. So far. Yeah. Um, I think another thing you're seeing people ask, and I think everybody's waiting on the other shoe to drop. And I, I wish that is something I could take away from people because I, I don't think we're, you know, when it comes to our industry, I think definitely the worst is behind us. Well, I think it, uh, I disagree with that personally, but, uh, you know, I, I'm hoping to be wrong about that. Yeah. Um, I, well, how about, let me back up. We were closed for two months. There is nothing worse than that. Okay. Oh, so, right. you know, so, um, well, I mean, yeah. and then they were bringing in zero revenue. I don't think we'll get to a point where we're bringing in zero revenue. Okay. Right. But I still think we're in a false sense of positivity right now because we are getting back. There was a little bit of a, a demand, uh, but I think, um, uh, and I'm, I, this is a question, how many people are talking about October and November? Yeah, I would, th- I would say. Um, so what do you have, 60 customers? Um, 65, 70. Oh, man, what's happened? You've become PPO shop. Oh, I've, I've, you know <laughs> what, man? I've taken on a couple large DSO groups. So my PPO number is. PPO Chuck, HMO Chuck. <laughs> shit, you're HMO Chuck. I'm not proud. <laughs> no, I've taken on some large DSOs, one of which is your best friend. Yeah. And so um, you know, when you bolt that on, that's seven more clients, you know. Oh, right well, I, I, if you, you count know. it that way. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah, I'm managing, let's put it this way. I'm managing about $100 million in business. Okay. Between all the production, between all my offices. Okay. So that's what I always tell. What's your book of business? About a hundred million in production in revenue. Correct. Col- yes. That's of correct. your of your offices that you serve. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Sure. All right. So, um, how many of them are worried about October and November? Um, so I would say, like, really worried, or is this like actually like they they put some thought into it? They realize what's coming. Thirty five percent. That's it. Mm-hmm. You think the rest don't care, they don't believe it, or they're just not even looking? Um, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm going to put my head down. We're going to grind. We're going to do the very best we can. This is an opportunity to give people the very best patient experience of their life. We have time, so let's go all in. Let's do the things we've always wanted to do, and now we have the time. There's no excuse, right? Let's give the perfect exam because we have time. So most of the folks... But how, Okay, so I, I want to take something here. Yeah. So I apologize yeah. for interrupting. Yeah. How can people be 100, 110% busy and then say we have the most time to do these things? So it just doesn't add o- up. In so October. So let's talk about, we've got three conversations going on, okay? No pun intended with three people yeah, sure. here. <laughs> but with 110%, that's of right now. We didn't start, you know, back, what, what day do we get back to work? May, May 11th, May 15th. Okay. We didn't start May 11th at 110%. Well, okay. if, you no, watch fake, actually, if you watch Facebook and Instafamous, they did. We yeah. trickled back in, though. Yeah. Right. So we most, added people in slowly. So if you look at July, I had a lot of people who said, this is the best July I've ever had. But let's quantify why, mathematically speaking. People couldn't travel. People couldn't travel. Fourth of July was when? A Saturday. Whatever. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No one took a week off at the fourth. People are working from home, so they're easier to make appointments. Right. And July, a, that's a long month. You have three or four extra billing days. 
So there's one reason, all right? Then people are, tr- you know, in August, I have people saying, you know, we're probably going to do 105%. Again, my average is 94, 95%. Now let's go back to that comment we talked about. We're going to give people the best experience possible. That was my May 14th, May 15th, okay. April. Okay. Yeah. And when you do that. That's, that's a distant memory, man. What's that? <laughs> it's like a distant memory. Well. COVID days. Gosh, you know what? Everybody says it's been like four months. Yeah. It feels like it's been a year. Yeah. I got to tell you, man, I, I, I regret not getting more done during COVID. Um, that, can I be honest with you? That was my, I wish you could have saw my office. That was my biggest concern. After I quit feeling sorry for myself, I got over my meltdown. Listen, I'm just going to. I should be by 50 pounds lighter. It's, you know, I told mm-hmm. my wife that very thing. I'm like, that's the one thing I'm like, I often said, if I had a smoothie mm-hmm. machine, access to that, a shower and time. I mean, I had two and a half months that I think the problem I could have done all was, that is I didn't we didn't know what we know now. We didn't right. know that. Well, I don't want to say it wasn't serious, but it wasn't as serious in our area as New I mean, Essentially, New York, L.A., some very yeah. major right. metros got hit first, basically international cities. Yeah. Uh, and then we didn't know the day it was ending. Like, right. You, know, right. you know what I mean? So like if, if I somebody would have said you have two and a half months. If you had two months, I'm like, oh, I'm going here. I'm going there. I'm going to the beach house. I'm doing yeah. this. You know, for me, it was like. We were scared to go to the beach. We were worried. Yeah. We wouldn't be able to get back. Yep. You know, we because just, we, we heard the news day. like oh, the, they're going to shut travel down on, on this Tuesday. I mean, you, you see stuff yeah. like that. So. Well, I will tell you this. Um, so going back to that, that's the only thing. Um, and I'll just be honest that I feel I wish I'd taken an hour day. Mm-hmm. And mentally worked out and physically worked out. Okay. But I didn't take any time off. Listen, I have never, I'm not going to say worked as hard. I've worked as much as I did those 10 weeks. Listen, 12, I, I see my kids now more when I'm on the road than when I stayed at home. I, listen, this was my day. I get up at six, make a pot of coffee. I go straight to my office. I was on the phone from seven o'clock till seven every single day, every single day. And again, you calling one nine hundred Dion Warwick. Well, we did a <laughs> we did a f- quite a few remodel things in the office, mm-hmm. and I know you were there yeah. for that kind of thing, making up, making sure all the equipment got moved and set up. I forgot about that. So I would assume a lot of people took advantage of stuff like that. No. Okay. Not really. I mean, while the office was closed, we moved a lot of stuff, and yeah, um, I think the biggest thing was, you know, this term PPP was something new to all of us. Yeah. Um, so uh, we spent a lot of time with, uh, you know, different CPAs, different management teams, figuring out. Trying to understand it all. Well, do we furlough people? What does that mean? Do we fire people? Right. You know, all those different things. And that takes a lot of time, you know. And I will tell you, I should have bought stock in Zoom because <laughs> the hours I logged on Zoom was great. But anyway, so I know we're digressing a little bit and we've probably passed all that. But um, I felt a lot better coming out of COVID. Outside of, you know, gaining a few pounds, I feel like I came out a better rep. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say that. What? I felt like we accomplished I, something. I used that time. And that was yeah. one of my goals. I did not want to waste that time. And when I had my aha moment, I'm like, my biggest fear was coming out of that and wasting two and a half months. And I just, I w- refused to do that. Let's come back to October, November. Yeah, yeah. Why do you say only 35% of your people are even thinking or worried about it? Um, a lot of them were struggling anyway with getting people in. Um, like, what do you mean by they didn't have enough patients? Right. Or? Yeah, I have a lot of clients who are facility-bound. Um, a lot of folks who 
have associates. They have too many patients, in other words. Right. They have capacity issues. They have capacity issues. Um, a lot of folks, um, for better or worse, we had a, a lot of people that their hygienists didn't come back, a lot of the veteran hygienists. So that automatically filled those gaps. Yeah, so but how does that fill people, patients are willing to wait four months to get appointments? Well, so let's think about that for a minute. So we have three hygienists, now we have two. Mm-hmm. So we were able to, let's talk push about out. push out. Okay. Right. So I think a lot of folks did that. Or we had a lot of people volunteer and say, you know what, I'll be part-time for a while because I haven't figured out this child care thing yet. Yeah. So A lot of right. team members are struggling. I think school's starting yeah. this week, next week. That is, that team is members are going to have to stay home. What That's are you guys seeing in, in with team members? Because, you know, I'm very fortunate, and it's certainly not by design, but we only have one team member with a child in my practice. That's interesting. Uh, now you have two. Who? Crystal. Oh, Crystal, yeah. So now we have two. Yeah. yeah. But the other one's like seven months old. Yeah. Hers is like seven months yeah, old. Seven and months then Megan old. has Megan's two. Megan's two. Yeah. So we only have a couple of people with children in our practice. That's the biggest concern. Um, Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, podcast family. T-Bone here to talk about the 3D Dentist Digital Implant Continuum. Are you ready to start placing dental implants but feeling a bit hesitant and or overwhelmed? I know that feeling. I've been there. Let's change that together. Imagine not just learning about dental implants in a classroom, but actually performing surgeries on real patients right here in North Carolina, guided every step of the way by our expert 3D mentors. This is dental implant learning at its best, using techniques that are safe, predictable, and confidence-boosting. They're exactly what I use in my own practice, so you know they work. Our course goes beyond clinical skills. We prepare you to successfully integrate high-demand implant services into your practice, transforming your career by attracting new patients and elevating your practice. And it doesn't end with the course. Completing our program is just the beginning of a new journey. You'll be a part of a community of confident, skilled dentists with ongoing support to ensure lasting success and growth. After all, this is about mastering a skill that can transform your career just like it did for me. So, are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Visit www.3d-dentist.com, check out our upcoming sessions, and join us to revolutionize your practice. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now let's get back to this week's episode. That I'm, I'm dealing with right now, um, 90% of this industry is female, mm-hmm. right? But what are the, it's, how is it any different than summertime? Well, it's, let's talk Camps about Camps are closed. Camps are closed. Daycare is limited. Yeah. Preschool is limited. They've, limit, they've changed the hours. Like Megan's preschool used to open at 7 a.m. Yep. Now they don't open until 8 because that hour is when you can catch COVID. Yes. At the school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do I need to swallow some bleach? <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah. I don't know why, but they've just limited their hours. Maybe so they can come in and disinfect before the kids get there. Yeah. Um, but it usually typically falls on the mom. And, and that's and that's fair to say, Normal, right? Right. Right. And there's this perception that hey, yeah. if we're we have these staggered hours, if we have um, staggered space, then we're probably going to be okay. Yeah. Right? I'm really struggling finding dental auxiliaries, team members, whatever you want to say. Uh, it's 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 always been hard in this market. There's well, no the hygienists all controlled by the ADHA, so 
So we're going to stay out of that. I don't want to get involved You're in that. Stay out of that. <laughs> so, um, you know, and so, yeah, that's, that's been a concern. You know, um, I had, I found some good people. They're there, right? They're definitely there. It's just how do I've you got some leads and some other good people. How do you get to them? This is the yeah. thing, right? Um, we both have a pretty dialed in network. So mm-hmm. when we need somebody, we can typically, we're lucky enough to be choosy, right? And we have choices. Not we don't have to settle. So, um, but yeah, I think the staff thing has been really, really tough. The PPE thing was a tremendous challenge. And we're, we're what percentage of your office is still doing PPP above and beyond what they were doing pre-COVID minus, they say, face shields? Um, so let's, how about this? What if I tell you what I see 90% of my trends? Perfect. How about that? 90% of the people that I see, let's start with hygiene, right? Um, face shield level three. Okay. okay. Um, most of my clients have always worn an overcoat or a smock, if you will, mm-hmm. anyway. Um, so You're not seeing uh, gowns. I have six people who wear a disposable gown. Okay. okay. Most of them had such an inventory of a washable gown that they're able, I mean, they, hundreds of them. So uh, that was something that I really never had to really worry about during this were gowns. I've got, again, six or seven practices that wear gowns at a high level. Okay. So typically with hygiene, I'm seeing... Are the hygienists using ultrasonics and... Yes. Profi cups? Yes. So that that is the big, big difference I have seen. So everyone is is using some sort of HVE in hygiene, mm-hmm. which is... This is something I never thought about. Uh, like the relief or the pink petal and stuff like that? Yes. Isolite, uh, dry shield, yeah. All of those things. Now, here, thirsty. here's something we never realized. So most of your dental offices, your vacuum... Okay, mm-hmm. when you when yours dies, you're gonna say, "Hey, we need a how many how many operatories and how many eight operatories? Probably need a eight operatory vacuum." So you you currently have a four to five user vacuum, right? Why is that? Well, hygiene don't really use much. Correct. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's yeah. low speed, speed. Yeah. At, at best, right? Yeah. So now I want you to think about this. This is something I had no idea, never thought about mechanically speaking. So, your office we have to be run. Let's say two hygiene. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna run an HVE. Mm-hmm. You guys run a isolite. Do we run two suctions? Correct. So now how many? How wait, many wait. Sometimes we run three suctions. So what are we, so what are we up to now? Yeah, a lot. Right. Yeah, two, so three, four, five, six. Yeah. So you're probably dealing with vacuum. You're settling. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I have a, a large group. We just had to p- add an additional vacuum. Right. It's good for Chuck's business. But here's the thing. So <laughs> I want it's you. Amazing to how I this want comes you, up. I want you to think about this. Though. If you add a vacuum to your office. You're not going to feel the power get any better. Yeah, I don't want to add it. Okay. What will happen is you just won't feel the lag, right? Sure. So um, I don't feel the lag. So tell the hygienist not to see patients. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, so – We're just going to cancel your patients. I'm busy today. So face shield level three. Um, N95 seems to be – you know, most of my clients have them in their office. Yeah, we have them. Um, I would probably tell you I have five providers that wear them. Um, my biggest use of N95s have been Surgery Center, mm-hmm. which is a hospital. They right. have they have no choice, um, you know, or a level three in the shield. Um, as far as everyone else, again, with my assistants, level three in the shield, um, I think that's the biggest difference is the shield. Yeah. Um, the shield doesn't really do much. You know what? It depends. What are, what are you talking about? 
Well, I mean, aerosol. Aerosol. I mean, I mean, stuff goes underneath the shield. So I mean, air, yeah. air goes underneath the shield. So I mean, it helps splatter. Because splatter, yeah. Splatter, splatter is the new buzzword. But, but but you should have eye, you know, you should have eye coverings on anyway. Yeah. So splatter is the buzzword. Yeah. Right. So I will challenge anyone. So um, they're not having to wear goggles; they can just wear glasses. Correct. Yeah, but we were wearing goggles before. How do you work without goggles? Nobody on? was wearing goggles. Everyone, glasses. Everyone wore glasses. Yeah. Glasses. Yeah. Um. So I'm not Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> Could you see us all with snowboarding goggles on all day? I, I would say most people are wearing just a little bit more. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Covering their arms for sure. Everybody's hot. Yeah, dude. It's hot. I mean, it's everybody. summertime too. It's summer, yeah. yeah. I was going to say our office is freezing in the winter. People were used to wearing yeah. jackets. Jackets. Yeah. Like, like jackets. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, that's basically what I'm saying. Doctors. Um, what are you going to do for your customers about October, November? So we keep coming back to October, <laughs> November. Yeah, so clearly I'm Chuck's not worried about it. I, I'm really not. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm just, I'm not, I'm very, very, very super blessed to have a group of doctors who just seem to be above the curve, regardless of what it is. Um, so one thing I know Patterson's working on, they um, they wouldn't tell us, I sent out a survey, and I never sent out surveys, but when this one comes from the top down, they're like, we need this information, and we're working on some tools to help with that. Um, so I... I know Patterson's working on some things at a corporate level to help you guys and some tools. That's one of the things I've been the most proud of our company. Um, they've really been working on tools and playbooks to just give you guys a recipe. We know what you're struggling with. We know, listen, Patterson is just a big dental office, right? Right. We're going to be like you guys. We have cash flow we have to think about. We have to think about inventory. You guys have patients. We have dentists and hygienists and assistants. It's all customers. It's the yeah. same business, right? right. So, um, you're going to see some tools come down from us to help with those things and some measuring uh, sticks and things like that as well. So, um, what else have you seen? Uh, what else is what are what? So when you walk into an office, what are the problems people are asking you about? The, you know, it sounds crazy, um, and I hate to beat a dead horse. Um, can I tell you what drives me crazy right now? Sure, you can tell okay. me anything you want. So. On a very serious note, I mean, you're is paid to be here, right? <laughs> I'm just I, I, to say, make sure you collected money for this I, commercial I, for Chuck McKee. I, I think the biggest thing, honestly, and it, you know, we've probably done a really good job of just hiding you from this. Just to be honest with you, um, PPE. I mean, it is still every single day. I mean, it is exhausting. People still come to me and say, "Hey, can I get a pink mask versus blue?" And I'm like, "No." You can't, you know, so that Dude, drives I'm me. just happy to have masks. I feel your pain. <laughs> no, but I'm telling you, I think people, listen, I'm just going to say the D word. People are delusional. And I tell you, and I take that as a compliment. That means. I thought you were going to say some other <laughs> D word. So, <laughs> so, so people are delusional right now. But I think that we've done a good job of letting you let us worry about that. You think stuff. people think we're back to normal? Yes. And do you think we're back to normal? No. No. All right, where's the gap? So I, I'm amazed at the number of projects that are that are, have been put on hold. And when you say projects, what do you mean? Expansion. Like new offices or minor updates, like I'm not buying my new CAD CAM machine or... Well, that's not a minor update. Sure. Well, that's, okay. n- that's not a minor update. That's but, new technology. But, but yes to all. If somebody had a project and they already broke ground... They're finishing. They're finished. We're, we're we're going to finish. Yeah. yeah. But if we were going to do something in the next twelve months, we're going to wait. They're still making a decision. Right. We're going to wait. I'm like, well, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, you're going to be busy in twelve months. 
And here's what's going to happen. In my opinion, it's going to cost you more if you wait. Right. Well, because everyone who's not busy on a contractor, your family, high-level contractors, right? And those folks, when they get really busy again, the price goes up. Well, I, I have a disagreement right. with that. I think that I think, and this may be the conservatism in me. Yeah. Uh, is uh, I would choose to wait. Yeah. Because. What is waiting doing? Let's let's talk. Is that reserving cash flow? That's part of waiting. Okay. You know, part of waiting is reserving cash flow. Uh, for example, my we, we want to buy a new building. I don't know if I've talked to you about this, but which we want to buy a new building. My wife is gung-ho to buy it. I am zero gung-ho to buy it. So you found a space. Well, yeah, but that didn't work out for us. Okay. But uh, let's just say something did come up. It'd have to be the right thing at the right price because I'm convinced that the worst is yet to come from a commercial real estate perspective. Right. And quite frankly, I'd rather pay more with peace of mind knowing that we're through whatever we're going to get, whatever how we're going to experience. So, so, how so what is it, 10% more? Big deal. Well, In the scheme of things, it doesn't matter. So how much more? 10% more? Whatever. Now, what I will t also tell you this, I have never seen the deals in my life that I've seen right now on core equipment, core equipment. Yes. Yes. Because, because I'm glad you brought this up. I have to pause and think <laughs> because I think dental companies have gotten lazy about listening to the customer mm -hmm. pricing to the market and providing the value they state they that, that they provide, okay. and in any uh, in in a down quote unquote downtime, yep. whether we're met whether we're economically down, but there is some uncertainty. Yeah. So in an uncertain time, those things show themselves. Yeah. Well, so let's let's define companies and manufacturers. Okay. I will call manufacturers. Whatever. I, I th I'm thinking distributors more. and manufacturers. Yeah. Well, who you write the check to? I think the distributors. You know, to a certain degree, they just sell stuff. You know, uh, but I think it's the manufacturers. I mean, the manufacturers provide innovation. Yeah. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hello, podcast family. T Bone here, bringing you our newest live patient implant training, Full Arch Express. For dentists already placing implants and ready to level up and continue building their implant practice, this is the golden ticket. We're diving deep into Full Arch Implants, the hottest game changer in implant dentistry. In this program, we tackle both overdentures and all annex fixed hybrids, mastering techniques that are essential for modern, comprehensive dental care. It's about getting your hands on the tools and techniques that will replace the doubt and fear with confidence and predictability. Here's the kicker. There's live patient training right here in North Carolina. You're not just learning theories. You're in the operatory doing real work on real patient from start to finish, guided one-on-one -on -one by our expert 3D mentors. You'll learn the nuances of each approach, ensuring you can cater to a wide range of patients to maximize revenue. Speaking of revenue, with me, you know it's not just about the clinical skills. We're bringing business into this aspect too teaching you how to integrate these advanced services profitably into your practice. So are you ready to rise up to the top in implant dentistry? Join us at the Full Arch Express. This isn't just another course. It's a career-defining leap. Head to 
3D-Dentist.com to enroll in our next session. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now, back to this week's episode. Well, so here's a couple of things. We've talked about, I don't know if actually we've ever talked about this. The problem with this industry, and I have so many people say this all the time, I don't understand why we think all so much. Because we, we serve 130,000 people in the United States, and this country makes up probably 50% of the technology market in the world. And so, of, for, for dentistry at least. So, of 130,000 people. And we're talking about 20,000 of those that actually buy anything. And if you have market share. And of which DSOs are 20% of the market now. Right. And if you have market share in a product category, if you have 15 to 20%, you're almost at what we call the tipping point. Yeah, sure. So, you have 20% of a tiny space. You know, I hear this all the time. How come we don't run, you know, practice management on max? I'm like, because nobody cares. Yeah. They don't care. It doesn't matter. But, but, but that attitude works right. in certain times. Correct. And good times. Yeah. And that attitude works until it stops working. Right. And I believe, speaking of practice management softwares, that we are woefully behind I agree. They all suck ass, okay? There's no reason that we should not be on iPads today, okay? There's no reason that we... It's just... uh, Anyway, I don't want to get into a complaining session, but... I'm a big fan of technology. Yeah, but you know, you know. I mean, what 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 do I not have in my office? Yeah. Well, you know. But well, I think the I think the manufacturers have gotten cocky to a certain degree. Yeah, and they're not providing the value, and uh, uh, they're suffering for it. Well, I think there's a there are a lot of reasons why. Okay, so there's been tremendous margin erosion. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tremendous margin erosion. When you have margin erosion... On the commodity side, not so much on the technology side. Well, I, c- I will tell you on all of it. Sure. There's been erosion, but yeah. the margin on tech is still good. It's, Com- it's, it's, let me tell you. So there's a, let's talk about that. Okay. Most people don't understand the difference between profit margin. Sure. Okay. We're not going to get into that. We can get into gross margins. Right. You know, I get it. Then there's cost of running business. It, it takes know. a lot to support technology. I, I don't disagree. Yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway, you know, what have I seen? I've seen some big projects go on hold, which I know will happen. But, listen, we can't afford for money to get cheaper. Listen, we better hope, everyone listening on this, that money doesn't get cheaper. Because if money gets cheaper than it is right now, there's no meat left on the bone for the banks, for the Fed, for anyone. But, so, let's, let's just talk about this. Just give me this minute. So, money is cheap. Money is so deferred right now. I've never seen deferrals. Be, be more specific with us. So when you have like... For Money us, is cheap. Interest rates are cheap. Yes, that's Okay, so the cost of borrowing is essentially... They're paying 3%. you to borrow. P- paying you to borrow. 3%. Right. There are people that are going to... Your practice, and you know a lot of my clients, they're going to come out of this way ahead of everyone else because they can afford to double down right now. Okay, they're buying why it's low. Because I will tell you, next year, everything's going to go up. It, it can't, we can't afford for it not to. Okay, the other thing when we have deferred money, if you and have deferred money means we're not paying now, no interest, buy now and pay 12 months later. Yeah, and, and I don't six think months later, whatever it is. And why that's important, I don't care what you do, but you still get to take that deduction. 
-hmm. even though you haven't felt the cash flow, you've taken on the burden of the debt. So you're taking, in a lot of cases, assuming 35% tax bracket, you're taking 30% on that money in a lot of cases. And you're not having to pay anything. You're using someone else's money and making 30% on it this year. Okay. Okay. So let's, why would we do that? Okay. I'm not here to sell anything. You know, I don't do that. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> Omnic um, <laughs> you, you take an Omnicam, you know, I have a lot of people who have original ones. I have people who have mills right now that are 13 years old. Yeah, I have one. 13 years old. You know the problem with it? They work. It still works, dude. <laughs> yeah. so, so anyway, um, I can promise you this. Your new mill won't last that long. Yeah, probably not. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Nothing lasts that long. There's, so, there's so many commodities in the industry now, but, um, I have a lot of people who are saying, you know what, I love this technology, but I'm going to hang tight. I I've never, in 22 years of upgrading and everything, I've never had anyone say, I want to wait and see. I mean, I would say, you know, I'm if if 10 is a number of, hey, 10 is everything is good and 1 is everything's bad, I would say everything's about a 3.5 when it comes to capital equipment right now. Meredith. Yes. Let's go back. You just bought a house, what, nine mm -hmm. months ago? A year ago, year last ago. April. Let's say you were buying that house now. Would you buy it? Yes. Yeah. I just refinanced. Yeah, refinance is different. I'm saying, knowing what you know right now with the uh, uncertainty that's ahead, would you and Taylor buy a house right now? Yeah. Yeah, okay. But I'm not buying a house that's out of control either. Right. I wouldn't have upgraded to, like, a bigger house. Okay. Yeah. Right. So it to a certain degree, it affected your decision. Yeah, the type of decision you made. I, I I just think that call color me conservative, consult color me, whatever it is. I advise people right now to only purchase if you're getting exactly what you want. Yeah, or need. Well, I just say like you should ask for the sun and the moon right now. Yeah, and you should get it. Yeah, and I I don't think you're wrong um, because I think. Um, people are motivated and you know the great news about this industry the majority of the people that we all work with are, are publicly traded mm -hmm. and that is very advantageous right now um, on because we you know we all need to do things when it's right now I will tell you I'm conservative to a fault and there's a lot of people I talk out of stuff right now yeah just because I mean I know them at a different personal level and it's just like no not right now right maybe it's more of a bandwidth thing and I don't think one more thing they can handle if you will but um the industry is going to be rock solid, especially in our market. Look, our, we, we, we are a phenomenal country. Yeah. We will recover from this. Yeah. I'm convinced we haven't seen the worst. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, um, let, me, let me back up. We've seen the worst. Right. We haven't seen the end of it. That's fair. Okay. Uh, I think uh, that uh, we just need to be prepared. I think it's a great opportunity to hoard cash. I think it's a great opportunity to make strategic purchases when right. the deal is right. You should do that anyway, though. I think yeah. I think well, we're, we're recalibrating right now. Yeah. I'm doing things now that, you know, I've always thought about, but I'm like, now it's time to do. You know, you... Right. You, you and I think people want to create that recession-proof practice. They, If now's a good time to buy and they've been wanting to do it anyways... What's a few more months? Right. I never have a problem with people investing themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cash is, listen, cash is going to be huge, right? Um, so I'm not telling everyone, if, if you don't need something, don't look for a reason to go borrow free money yeah. and make money on right. that money. Um, if you're thinking about something 12 months from now, 
do it now. Do it now. Do it yeah. now. Yeah. So if you're if you're 12 months away, I don't listen. Some of my best friends are dentists. Mm. Best friends. And those are some of the hardest people. You have friends? <laughs> not many. <laughs> not many. Don't have a lot of time. But and and a lot of times it's really hard. It's hard. I hate selling to you. And luckily yeah, with you. I mean, I Indian you out. No, <laughs> no. No, usually with you, you tell me what you want, and mm. I don't get the credit of saying. I sold that to you because you did it to, to yourself. He did it himself. Yeah, like yeah, he does there's the nothing work. you sold me. I right. bought everything. <laughs> you remember right, the first time you bought like yeah. cone beam? I'm like, why are you buying that? Yeah, you literally, literally, you said to me, why are you buying them? Because it's it's the it, it is the next. How right thing. was I about cone beam? Oh God, this is see. You know what? This is what you love. We're going oh, down right. a rabbit hole. Here we go. Hey, um, commercial. Okay, yeah. I, I've never talked about anything. Uh, when is this coming out? In a week or two? I have no, probably yeah. three, four weeks. Okay, oh, all right. So there is for the first time ever. And you have one of these, but um, they're having a, Serena's doing a Galileo's upgrade. Interesting. Only for Galileo's. So they want to get rid of all the compacts mm-hmm. and the comforts just because they're 14 years old, yeah. cost a lot to work on them. So they're doing a buyback program in about two weeks. So Interesting. For what it's worth. So Good for them. Yeah. So um, we're going to be fine, but I, I want to just come back to this because I don't want people to think. Um, that I'm this aggressive, okay? If you're going to do something in 12 months might in your well practice, might as well do it now. no, 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 you're not my, it just mathematically makes sense. You're yeah. going to pay more. Right, and you want something good to come out of 2020? I had right. someone the other day say they wanted to learn implants in 2020 because they want something positive to come out of this yeah. to start their practice for the next year yeah. on a new foot forward. Yeah. And they've got the time. I want to be clear. I'm not telling people not to buy things. Right. I'm just saying now, now, now for sure, buyers, dental buyers have the upper hand. Yeah. Take advantage of it. Yeah. You know, ask for the sun and the moon. Yeah. And if you don't get it, wait. And listen, and here's the other thing too. Um, if you're buying from a distributor, I don't care who it is. You're 100% right. 100%. Your distributors have your back. Yeah. They can't afford to lose the cotton rolls. No, you can't. That's the one thing that makes money. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that kind of goes into our last thing of what a dentist need to expect from a top-level rep. Yeah. And I think, like we were talking about this last weekend, especially team members, I don't think they understand – how valuable their rep is. Mm-hmm. Like we look or at the you. Rep can be. Right. Yeah. We look at you as like an additional team member, yeah. right? You know, our assistant goes to get something and they're like, oh crap, we're out. Yeah. Instead of, you know, calling the other assistant to go lick and dig around for something, it's like, text Chuck, he'll bring us one. Yeah. But you, if you don't have that relationship with your rep, that's like a team member you don't have. Right. Yeah. So that's part of it. You guys block in your schedule a little bit of emergency time, right? And that's just something, you know, inside yeah. of we, we do that. Right? Well, I, I, think, right. I think really if you take a step back from even that, Meredith and, and Chuck, is I don't think people are demanding what they should demand out of a rep. I right. don't think they know any better. Right. Sure. That's, the value. That's, that's a fair, fair statement. So yeah. let, let's, let's kind of start with because <laughs> when I told Sully mm-hmm. that uh, he was asking me something about where I get this, I said, I don't know, ask Chuck. He goes... What do you mean? I go, yeah, he orders my Ultradent stuff. Mm-hmm. He, he used to order my Vista stuff. Now you guys sell that. Right. Uh, you, you order my, uh, f- uh, my Dentsply Endo files. 
yeah. my edge files. Yeah. You order my stuff that you don't sell that yeah. comes from your competitors. Yeah. You know, your true direct competitors. Right. Uh, uh, like Darby and, and, and Shine and stuff like that. Um, why do more dentists not expect that? Why do more reps not provide that? And what is the advantage to a dentist for that? Okay, so a couple quick things. So, um, could you not find another rep? In my, how many people did you call before you got me to come to this? Rep wise? Zero. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm no, just no. kidding. <laughs> no, you to, to, to for the podcast for your former co host. No, I'm just kidding. So, um, this is special edition right here, okay? So, so let me tell you something. There are a lot of great reps in this industry. 100% there are. Um, there are a lot of reps. Um, there are a lot of reps that are just fat happy, okay? And that's the one thing I don't like about this industry. You can do well and be average. Mm-hmm. And that's going to, um, I think, I know you know this, Marilyn, if you know this, but um, I do a lot of rep coaching. That's my side hustle. Um, I love salespeople, but salespeople drive me crazy. Okay, so... I think if we're not caref- careful, you know, reps can really cause a lot of damage in this industry. But I don't blame the reps. I blame the dentist. Well, the customer is in charge right. of the value they receive. So in saying that, so here's what I will tell you. Step one, if your rep is not an absolute dental nerd and they don't love this industry, you've got the wrong rep. I, I, step one, you have got, listen, you've got, to love this. And I would say the same thing about your hygienist and your assistants and your associate. If it's a job for them, right. It's you've got the wrong people. Right. And I know who sure. they, and I know who they are in offices and sometimes I may send a resume over to a doctor or a CV and say, "Hey, check this out. I know you're not looking, but I you just I don't know. Um that step one is you got to love it. Two, um you have to be relevant. You know, there's things that I talk about that I don't sell. There's a lot of awesome things that we just don't sell. And I think it's a little transparent to get you to switch to something just so I can get paid. Right. I mean, I sell 94,000 products. I mean, if you get 10 from somebody else, I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, chances are it's on backwater anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, I, the selfish reason I do that, if you really want to know, um, I want to learn. You know, I want to learn how people talk to my clients. I want to see if maybe I'm doing something wrong. You want to know what your competition's doing. Well, j- sure. You I know, want. I, what's a you want to make sure he only orders those ten things? <laughs> oh, no, that's right. That's that, well, there's some paranoia there, right? Okay, but no, 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 I'm but kidding. you know, this reminds me of when growing up. My dad used to me and my dad used to drive around on motels. Uh, in the car and look at what the other motels are doing, what kind of business they have, yeah. you know, and ask, you know, we had friendly relationship with everybody. But same thing in your situation, yeah. you know, maybe they're providing stuff, you know, maybe their service is better, maybe their yeah. their shipping is free or not free. I, mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, I but, mean, but why why are we stuck on saving a few thousand dollars a year? Um, a few thousand dollars a year is a lot when there's no value. Oh, okay. Of course, right? So I. Listen, I, I'm like everyone. I get shopped here and there, and um, you you take a large, large, large group practice that spends four hundred, five hundred thousand a year, mm-hmm. and you know you can come up. Somebody says, "Hey, I can save you five percent on six percent." Mm-hmm. And then what is that math? I mean, you're talking twenty five thousand a year. That's another employee. So mm-hmm. way I try to treat it is okay. I don't know who you're hiring for twenty five thousand, but, but that's but whatever. Story. Well, maybe maybe Meredith, that's hey. <laughs> well, let me put this in perspective. Twenty five thousand is half of what a dentist can put in the four hundred one k a year. Sure. I mean, there's a lot of ways to. Sp- that's real money. That's after. That's profit money, right? 
So what I think about is your time is worth 900 bucks to two grand an hour. You know, your average dental assistant, what is their time worth? A hundred an hour, right? Yeah. So that's how I sell it to people is I need to keep you busy and I need to keep you productive, right? And that's the way I think. I'm, I'm thinking about per hour. What is this doctor's practice worth per hour? Um, and you just have to have that mindset. Um, but you know what's crazy? Not a lot of dentists have that mindset. No, it I understand. They're, they're, they're trying to save themselves before. So, I look, I, I think I was just thinking about this as you were talking. Yeah. I think there's let – me, let me kind of – I'll break it down to what I believe Chuck does for us. Sure. Okay, or a good rep. Like, right. I think Aubrey is a good rep. Mm-hmm. My buy Ryzen's rep. Yes, okay. I agree. Um, I, I believe uh, uh, Skip is a good rep, uh, our Sarek guy. Uh, you know, I believe we have a lot of good reps, okay? Right. But I don't think it's happenstance that we happen to surround ourselves with good reps right. in, our, in, my, in my life and my practice. I think, number one, you make my life easy on supply management. Right. Okay? Not just what you sell, but what I like. Right. Okay? Uh, number two, uh, you, I use you to keep up to date with what's going on. Right. In the industry, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, not because I'm an educator or, or podcaster or whatever, just because it's always good to know. Yeah, what's next? Like, like oh, that's that's another thing. That's yeah. th- I'm, talk- I'm talking about, hey, I'm a little slow right now. Is that generally... Right. Is that uh, the general consensus of everyone Yeah, else? so there's something yeah. about that, right? So if you don't have a relationship with reps or you have reps that aren't engaged, you need to know that, right? right. Uh, number three, I, I rely on you. Uh, a good rep is going to be someone that tells you what's, trending and what you need to be adding to your practice like for example you know how many people after coming to our our printing class do you want to put in printing in their office right because we're showing you know and that's that's a value that a rep gets correct right uh so you got to share those things so those are some of the things that i see uh uh and then and then for me it's uh a network of hiring and firing yeah you know how many associates have i gotten from you how many or have you at least you know, introduced me to how many team members have you and your network brought to our office? And it's not like you do that for me. You do that for any one of your right. customers, right? So those are some of the things that I come to and I say when people say, well, why do you use, a, you know, why you could save money by ordering online? I'm like, dude, I, number one, what am I going to save you? Literally, what would I save you? Ten grand? And your practice your size, maybe 12, 13. Okay. So for twelve, thirteen thousand dollars $13,000, I got those four things. Right. And not one of my team members has to ever call and order anything. Right. Right. Why, why would I do that? Well, that, but here's the other thing. Have you ever been down in your office? No. Right. You're no. not going to be. If you need something extra, I might look. Let's, we'll in fact, I was short one sterilizer <laughs> for a couple of weeks, correct? Yeah. We'll talk about that later. No, no. But, <laughs> but, yeah. the, but no, but that is a great example of how it goes both ways. Right. Correct. Right. You were in a jam. Yep. One of your customers, who I still don't know who it was, and I don't want to know who yeah. it is, needed a sterilizer. Right. We could get by with one yeah. so that we could help a fellow colleague out yeah. and help you out. Yeah. Because I know the favor, I know it'll get paid forward. Yeah. And, you know, that situation is pretty unique. Um, so we have tons of loaners. Mm-hmm. That particular very moment in time. They're all gone. They're gone. Yeah. Now. Um, you were very close to this doctor's office, and I just won't say for the sake of the podcast. I'm like, okay, so selfishly, I'm like, I can grab this thing. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to carry it, but so far, <laughs> I, can, I can walk. <laughs> right, so I can take this and then 15 minutes get home up and going. I know I needed the next day the part, 
Right. And it was just easy. And I'm like, and you just had bought that. I'm like, he wanted that. He didn't need that. Right. So I'm like, he's made it this far without. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know what? And I will tell you, I made it this far without a sterilizer <laughs> at all. Well, you already have. Well, that was your third one. So. Yeah. But you know what's funny, man? Um. So I always joke about this with my marriage, right? The people you love the most, you treat the worst because you can. Right. Yeah, I just have mm. <laughs> So so anyway, because you know you're like, you know, did my mo- did Mona send you down to say that? Because or you me. Can. So it's uh it's like that with, with you sometimes. Um, you know, like I told you, I haven't I don't feel like I've seen you mm-hmm. at all. But we have a lot to catch up on and I know that I can park you for forty five days. Yeah. We'll be fine. This he's gonna be fine. He but when he needs me you know I would do the same for you. Of course. So now let's talk about this. This is one of the things I, I really, really want to emphasize with people with your rep. I don't again. I don't care what you buy, where you buy it. If you buy technology, and we let's just say CAD CAM, so we always talk about right. And you're making crowns with it, and that's all your company is bringing to you. Then shame on you. Right. My favorite thing to do is when we sell somebody something, they've had it for three or four years. I say, now are you ready to grow this particular thing? Right. Yeah. I love when people maximize what they have, what they have. And, you know, and well, it's the best business growth, by right. the way. Right. Because right. it doesn't cost you anything. It's already done. And the, and the biggest thing, and you and I have talked about this for years, my favorite thing to do with people is you guys don't talk to anyone. You don't talk to anyone who's going to be honest with you. Right. Okay. Dentist, when it comes to dentist, they to all dentist, lie to each they other. They lie to each other. <laughs> Men I, are known for that. I've yeah. <laughs> I've never seen such a big insecurity. I lie to women, too. <laughs> so um, now we'll tell you, um, I'm an acquired taste. I'm very hard on people. And you and I get mad at each other sometimes. And it's just what it is. But sometimes you need to hear it. And sometimes I don't want to hear it. But that's just things we have to talk about. Why do you carry sets of keys around? Um, <laughs> so I, I need, listen, if you want to go all in, I need to be all in. Do you have, you have keys for every customer or 90%? What's the number? The, my integrated customers. So what is that, 50, 40, 30, 40? 75%. 75%, okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's just times when... So what we're talking about is Chuck carries around a set of keys, a jingle, jangle, yeah. key ring. Well, it's in my car. I don't carry it around like I'm... Yeah. Like he's my, a valet parking. <laughs> you probably have 40 keys on there. Yeah, maybe more. Maybe 40 mm-hmm. to 50 keys on there Yeah. for all your customers. Yes. Yeah. Here's why. Said customer needs an autoclave. Right. It's Thursday night. Yeah. And I may do it Friday morning or Saturday. Well, right. we're closed. Well, I'm not. Right. So the thing with us, um, you know, it's funny. Going on vacation. I just went on vacation. It is so hard to go on vacation. That's because you choose to make it that way. But you know what? But it's okay. Once I do it and set that, you know, set that stage, it's okay. But we're, we're, we're 24-7. I mean, it's a med device role. People think it's toothbrushes and cotton rolls. It's mm-hmm. Well, it, it is. For most most dentists are getting yeah. toothpaste, Toothbrush. cotton roll reps. Gosh, I would. Because they're not getting uh, floss right now, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. That's because that's what they're allowing to happen. Yeah. And I think that's unacceptable. I would I would quit tomorrow. If, so, so if, that, if that were the case, if that's what I focused on, I would be so bored. So let's see. This in the last couple of weeks, uh, uh, we had uh, we had Aubrey come in to help us with a few things in the practice with mm-hmm. our implant rep. Right. We had Rhonda, who's with a clear liner company, yeah, uh, come in to help us with our hygienists. Right. Okay. Uh, so 
you know, we I leverage my reps, you yeah. know, and, and certainly we have you coming in and doing your thing with us. Yeah. I, I just don't understand why more people aren't doing it. And uh, I and asking is free. Yeah, I, I think it's like this. Um, you shouldn't give anybody your money if they're not giving you value back. I, I think a lot of people um, in this industry, this industry is very fruitful for most everyone who touches it, right? Mm-hmm. And it can be. Sometimes you have practices that are doing well enough that they just deal with things. You know, it's like I, t- I talked to a doctor 10, 15 years ago, and I had told him that I need six months of your life. I'm going to turn you upside down, but I'm going to save you 50 grand a year. And he says it's not worth my time. I said 50000 a year. How is that not worth your time? He's like, Chuck, it's the ship is so big. Mm-hmm. For me to save an additional 50000 a year and what you're asking me to do, it's not worth my time. I said, let me ask you this. What if I could give you 50000 a year and give you five more weeks off? Now is it worth your time? That's the way we have to think. Right. right? And, you know, I'm envious sometimes when you have, the, you know, there's a distributor rep right, who you pay, you write the check to us for everything. Mm-hmm. Then we have these tremendous partner reps who are manufacturer reps, right? Sometimes I'm envious. I would love to be able to come in and just talk about a clear liner. One, One product. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what do you do in your free time? <laughs> I'm like, what do you do all day? You know what I mean? Because, you know, you have a schedule, you just throw it out the window. I just don't know. I have everybody I'm going to see every few weeks. I know when I'm going to see them. And then, and then and chaos then hits. Seven o'clock a.m. hits, and it is just I'm wild. out of suction, or I'm uh-huh. this, yeah, 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 or my mill doesn't work, or my yeah. camera doesn't work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you gotta be a little bit weird to do this, right? I mean, I, I don't think I could thrive if everything worked. What advice would you give a dentist who wants a rep, a peak performing rep? Um, so first, that, of that is a member of their team. Okay, first of all, um, I it's really really important that you give him or her a long leash. Okay. So, you know, I've picked up a couple of new clients through COVID, maybe three. And and I've sat down with them all and said, listen, I need 100% control and I need you to trust me. And here's the metrics on how I can tell you that I'm doing what I told you I would do. First of all, you will never be down. Never. You're going to have an associate when you need one. Your supply is going to be at X percent. And I have to say X percent because depending if they're a CAD CAM sure. office or not. You have my personal guarantee. What, by the way, what, what do you want the supplies to be at? Um, Non-CAD CAM, 4.5%. Mm-hmm. If you're all in with CAD CAM, you're a tie base, you're doing some printing or milling guides and things like that, uh, 6%. That doesn't include any biologics? No. Implants, well, bone? Okay, so let's talk about that. Bone and implants are different. Right, that's what, that doesn't include that. I would include the bone and the membrane and the Gore-Tex, but what I want to include is the fixture. Fixture yeah. is lab. Okay. Okay. Um, so somebody who's completely integrated with you, I'm probably running 6.25. Okay. I mean, you're all in. Right. Okay, so now you, you're going to have people listening. They say, hey, I've got my supplies at 4%. Why would I do that? Well, I guarantee you those people are running their lab at 8 to 12%. Right. You're running at 3 or 4% when we don't have hybrids. We're talking meatball. Yeah, everyday right. dentistry, right. Right. So um, that's where I'd ideally like people. And here's a great thing. You can do that and still use the best of everything. Yeah, because I don't think we cheap on anything, yeah. do we? And the, so do we? Um, I no. did get sold as Patterson Flowable once. Yeah. <laughs> so, listen, only buy <laughs> that. Brand. Only buy that if you're going to use that. Just don't put that in the bottom of a class, too, because yeah. it will look like decay. Okay? <laughs> I mean, full disclosure. Um, the other thing, too, let's talk about that. Give them a just carte blanche with 
with your supplies. But the other thing too, take the distribute take the distributor out of this. Pick a brand. Okay, so so many of you guys and gals are fragmented. You're not a big deal to anyone. Right. Right. So if you're gonna be a three M office, go all in. But ask for the benefit. But you will get the benefit. You get there's things if you're large enough, you get net downs where they sell it cheaper to us right. if you're a bigger group. Or you're on a rebate program. There are so many things with you know, thin supply, three M, all of them. So what people are so fragmented, you're not a big deal to any manufacturer. You may buy two burrs from Meisinger and one from Axis and two from Microcopy. I promise you, one of those companies has. They all, all have them all. They they all have the same yep. stuff. Yes. So that's the biggest deal. I always tell people when you split your business. I heard this doctor say years ago. He said, "Hey, look, Chuck, I like to have two or three of you guys and gals because that way, if I ever need something, I can call three of you." And I said, "Doctor, the flaw in that is you're nobody's biggest account. You're everybody's worst account. So think about that." So you're not a big deal to anybody. If you split it between three people, you think you can call three people. Well, None no, of you are going to drop what they're doing. I, to I, come. I can't afford to. Right. You just can't afford to. It's not an ego thing. It's just a math thing. Yeah. So so just think about that. But just um, the second thing is um, ask them, y- you know, if they love what they do. And you can tell. You can tell how they look when they come in, if they're presentable when they come in your office. That's important. And people think it's not. Listen, you show up in somebody's office and you got a pair of sunglasses on your head and cookies. <laughs> and you, you know, and we you, got, you, well, you got them backwards on your head. I'm just, I, I'm, you know what? We're joking, but I'm serious. Uh. It, they're truly a team member, though. We talked about this the other day with team members. Yeah. If you how you can tell people are committed if they're wearing sweatshirts, if they're wearing Crocs. If you walk if into an operatory and you're helping somebody. And his patients, right? Who is this guy or gal walking in here? And I look like I just came off the beach. And that's a real thing. You cannot do that. You're a med device rep. You're selling stuff to people. They're going to screw that in somebody's head for the rest of their life. <laughs> I <laughs> hope not. For the rest I imagine of their life. Tony, the uh, surf instructor, <laughs> <laughs> through the office. Yeah. Who is that? Uh, so There's a so surf instructor at the beach, and he's always like, Yeah, <laughs> oh, I got you. And that's just who I imagine he's walking like, through. <laughs> Yeah, I would love to be able to do it that way. But, <laughs> but um, what else would you <clears throat> tell people? Um, you know, make sure you're having fun. Make sure it's somebody. I don't care how sharp they are, um, what value they bring. If they don't, if when they leave, you don't feel better. I mean, just the mental part of it. If Motivated. They sh- if they stress you out, why are you coming to my office? I was then? just gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> if they every time you come in, why do you come to because I must stress you out every time you show up. No, you're no fine. he's saying you. He doesn't want to stress you out. No, right. he doesn't stress yeah. me out. Yeah, and you know, and as much as I love to see everybody in your office, I really don't even want you to know I'm there. I want it to be like we have a job to do. We can jerk around after four, but you know, and I know we play around a little bit, but I really don't want people to even know I'm there. Chuck, don't play. You know, I'm serious. I mean, that's just something that. Listen. If I didn't have to talk, I could sell twice as much. I just want to work for you. Do you know what I mean? And sometimes I just want to come in and do my job, and and I need for you to let me focus. I'm going to put you on the spot yep. before we get done here. Yeah. If you were to pick a few things mm-hmm. that are common between all the most successful dentists that you work with, what would those few things be? Um, really Traits. Okay. We're talking about the dentist, right? The dentist, yeah. It's very, very, very important. Um, they continue to reinvest in their education. Okay. Um, you know, I just had So a they're continuously learning. I just had to connect a tissue graft done. I, there's the coolest thing. I've, you know, I've, it's the coolest thing. But listen, the guy who did it is 62 years old. 
and he was so fired up. Right. He's a general dentist. Yeah. And he's like, you've got to watch me do Why this. Why didn't you have me do it? Because you don't know how to do this. That's true. <laughs> okay. I mean, it was amazing. But, you know, my whole point is this guy, he and his partner built their dream office at 60. Yeah. His dream office. So I'm not saying you got the most successful love what they do. You know, it goes back to your the rep, passion. right? You've got to love it. And they have good team members. They have, when I see people who don't have tremendous turnover, and I'm not talking about people who are just stuck in their ways and, well, Betty's been here forever or Dr. Smith, you know, he just kind of came with the practice. No. Well, <laughs> you know, so those kind of things. Um, when you see people who don't have turnover, that's huge. That's huge. Um, and then yeah, just staying real. Do I have a lot of turnover? Uh, you used to. No. But I, you know what? I don't blame your team. You were trying to figure out who you were. You, you know, we joke about you had a small identity crisis because it's hard to coach people if you don't know what you want, right? Yeah. Um, and then um, just being relevant. I mean, you know, you said something to me probably 10 years ago. I'm like, hey, man, what keeps you up at night? And you're like, not being relevant, you know, in any of your businesses, right? And dentists who are relevant, I mean, that's – but, you know, you can't do any of that. You can't just say, I want to be relevant. You can't just say, I want to make money. You can't. Listen, we're past. You can't out-hustle where you need to be as a dentist. Working hard is not enough. You well, working hard, hard is a short-term solution. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. Listen, it is just not enough. You, What got you where you are is not going to take you where you want to go. What no. got you where you are? It's good. It's a good foundation. Yeah, but everybody does it now. It's right. Like how many – in nineteen in 2000 when I started, how many dentists had a brand-name office? How many dentists did marketing? How many dentists had a – Website and well, how it was many d- well, it was taboo. If you market, right. if you marketed, they're like, dude, oh. they hated me. Yeah, I got turned into the board every other month. Yep. Every time my mailer went out, I knew I was going to get a board complaint. Yep. That's in that's 1999. That wasn't that long ago. I know, but yeah, but everybody does it, right? And, yep. and so to me, that's that's like my example is Emirates airline was the best airline forever. Yeah. And now they're not, because yeah. they rest on their laurels. Everyone else caught up. Yeah. Practices and reps and dental supply companies and manufacturers, listen, it's all about culture. Again, we talked about that with your team, staying relevant, and you have to love it. you got to love it. I mean, you just have to. And listen, there are a lot of people who are going to do well as reps, as doctors, as hygienists, assistants, managers, you know, but they're just, they're going to be stuck. You know, they have peaked. And then once you peak, you're only going to go downhill. And that's just, I think that's probably a lot of the industry, mm-hmm. you know. So that's why I'm passionate about it. Yeah. Because, you know, and I always tell everybody, this is the one thing you know. This is how you know if you love what you do. It's one simple thing. If you mm-hmm. want your children to have your job, then you know you're doing the right thing. If you can't say that about what you do, then, I mean, you need to figure something out. You know, and that's how I feel. I would love for my children to work at Patterson Dental Supply. This company... I will punch somebody in the face when they say something. I have lost customers over them saying something negative about my cus- uh, about my company. And you know what? And they're right. But that's Chuck, I would love to see you punch somebody in the face. Chuck, you'll only punch yourself in the face. <laughs> but you know what I mean. I just, um, I love this. And yeah, I would love for clear. my children. It would be an honor for my children to work for this company. You know, so. but And I think that's the way you should feel about your profession. If not, maybe you don't want your kids to be a dentist. But that's okay. Maybe something in the dental field. Right? I would love it, but, but, you know, I'm not going to push my kids into it, you know, so, and, and the last thing, um, I will tell you this, this is the, I tell people this all the time, you know, you're good at what you do 
right? You know you're a good dentist. People love what you do because you make it look easy. If you, How many people tell you, man, I would love to be a dentist. I would love to have your practice. If they only knew, you know what I mean, <laughs> what it really took. Like today. I have dentists but, tell me they want my job. But, but, you know, when you say that, that means you're good at what you do because you make it look easy. You know, and um, and that's that's a way you need to judge your your team and your reps, right? Yeah. If you're like, God, I'd love to do what that guy or gal does. I don't know. When they say it must be nice, it must be nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, is it? <laughs> say, you know, is not, it nothing. You know, I, sh- I always say nothing, or the a statement that drives Anything. me crazy is when patient, uh, patients or other dentists. I wish I worked three days a week. I'm like, yeah, me too. <laughs> That's a true story. That's <laughs> like, a no joke. Yeah. Remember when we used to meet at five in the morning? Yeah. Go hit so much more energy. Yeah. What happened? I mean, that wasn't that long ago. That was ago. like 30 pounds ago. Yeah. For me. COVID reinvented him. He now likes to sleep in. Yeah, no doubt. Dude, I don't wake up before seven o'clock now. Yeah. Um, was this what you guys had in mind? I mean, yeah, I, ho- I yeah. hope I wasn't too no, was candid yeah. with it. So. Great. No, no. Yeah. I think, you know, uh, I always think we could be a little bit more on point, but that's always been part of our problem. Uh, both of us have Rabbit too much hole. ADD for that. Are no, you kidding me? No, it's good to catch up. Yeah. I, I wish you the best of luck in, uh, in getting on Facebook and InstaFamous. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna follow up on that in a couple episodes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll share your usernames. <laughs> Yeah. For all of the <laughs> listeners, four years yeah. I've been trying to get this guy on Facebook. I don't have a problem with it. I really don't. I think it's uh, my favorite is uh, when I, I, when I ask him or I tell him something. He goes, "Where do you learn that?" I go, "There's this thing called oh, Facebook." <laughs> hey, do you want to hear a great story on that note? So, yeah. so everyone knows I work with you, right? And right, tell me a little bit about him. How come he doesn't respond to my emails? Because you know you're very open about giving out your cell phone and yeah. your email. I was like, look, there's one thing with this guy, and if you email him and you can Google it. He will not respond to you. <laughs> that's true. I'm like, and that's, that, uh, that's been your biggest pet peeve through the years. <laughs> like, if that guy or gal, just Google that. Literally somebody yesterday, and, and God bless them. I love my little Facebook group and stuff. They just said, where can I find your financial, financial form? You know what I did to post the link? I Googled T-Bone's financial form on Google and posted the link to it. That's awesome. I'm like, dude, all I typed in was T-Bone's financial Google form. Google yeah. Like, unbelievable. Um, hey, thank you for everything, by the way, through thank the years. You. We joke about it, but I really appreciate it, and um, I, you've helped me a lot, and I appreciate um, it. You we give we help each other. That's the name well, of the game, right? You give me more mm-hmm. than I give you, and I well, think that's probably fair. Well, we should, we should always strive to always feel that way. Yeah, so that's fair. I don't feel that way. I don't feel that I give you more than you give me, but... Mayor, thank you. Okay. This was a lot more fun. Oh, thanks. Yeah, thanks like for this. coming on. Yeah. All right, All everybody. Right. Well, you got anything, Meredith? No. That's uh, well, you know, I always have a, uh, the sales up. pitch at the end, yes. right? Uh, the sales pitch is always, uh, if you're looking for great education, right here at 3D Dentist, uh, we'd love to have you. Uh, we'd love to help you. The one thing I consistently hear from every successful dentist is that they're investing in themselves through continuing education. And we may not be the right solution. I believe we are for many of you. But learning is awesome. You know, taking a bad class is not the end of the world. Take a class. You know, find out if something's right for you. Find out if you're ready to expand. And we know that expanding your practice is the key to success. Uh, And we live in a review economy. And get reviews for your practice. Get reviews for the T-Bone Speaks podcast. Uh, that <laughs> would be fantastic. That was a good one. <laughs> Slide that one in there. <laughs> you had to. Right in the DMs. All right, everybody. See you next week. Take care. Bye.
Thanks so much for listening to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal. Remember to keep striving for excellence and we'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, podcast family, T-Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind, the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. So if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, visit www.3d-dentists.com and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, let's get to this week's episode.